I'm Kamiwara. <laughs> I'm Daniel Sui. Welcome back to Youth Vibes. Um, Kami, I think it is probably the greatest feeling in the world when you have a crush on somebody. What do you think? Well, I, I, I don't know. I was saying it one time. I think I prefer to see somebody and admire the person. <laughs> I know that the person admires me too. Then we'll just be admiring ourselves. <laughs> than being in the relationship. I don't know. No, 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 no. We're talking about crushes. Like when you have a crush on somebody. Uh, that, one, that thing. I, you feel on top of the it, world. It, let me understand something first. <laughs> What's the difference between crushing and the admiring? Like, you know, they say crushes fade now. So like, uh, Admiring crush. Okay, I think that's a question we'll have for our guests. Let's put that as question number one. Mr. Toby and Mrs. Ayatollah Salau, welcome back to Youth Vibes. Thank you very much. Hello, everyone. Thank you, Dan. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Uncle Jenom and Auntie Jemma Kama, you're both welcome to Youth Vibes. Thank you, Daniel. Glad to be here. Thank you, Daniel. Happy to be here. Okay, so as Christians, are we allowed to you know, date? So that, so that is asking, going back to the question that Nkami asked the first yeah, time. Yeah. We have attractions, we have crushes. I think those, those, those will generally be considered the same thing. Yeah. Now moving forward from the crushes, are we allowed to date? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe I would... Maybe I'll say something a little first about crushes. Mm-hmm. Um, then I'll allow my wife to come in. Um, from my very lay person understanding of crushes, mm. you know, a lot of times the feeling here is in our minds. Do you understand? Yeah. It's not the the reality of what we feel. We don't even know. <laughs> it's just in our minds. That's why it's called a feeling. Feelings come, feelings go. Mm. And that's the way crushes work. There's something that is attractive about the person that your crush that feeling of crush is predicated upon. Yeah. And once that thing disappears, you are likely not to feel what you feel for that person anymore. Mm. And I know that we have all experienced it before. Yeah. There are people that, do you know, it's it's very weird, but sometimes we have crushes on people who are married. We have crushes on people who are older. Mm. We have crushes on people who can even give birth to you. Yes! And that's to show us that your feelings is not something you really want to depend on because it just comes and goes like network (laughs) you know it comes and goes just on and off so crushes you can't depend on what you feel that leads you to a crush however even what eventually becomes true love and ends you lands you in marriage also begins in a similar way so we cannot also play with it but we must realize that oftentimes it's not real. That feeling where you come close to the person and you stay with the person for two weeks, you are likely not going to love the person anymore. So it's often in our minds and how we feel. Okay, 
Okay, so did you act because you're a human being now? Because I'm a human <laughs> being, so I know that there are moments that I see somebody and be like, wow, she's fine. You know, cr- that is a crushing. So did you act on every crush you had? Nah. Okay. Why? And to, to confess, it's not because I felt uh, maybe the crush was just a, a fleeting a fleeting emotion. It was because I, like, um, let me just say it in popular young people's parlance, I didn't, I didn't have liver. Oh, okay. That's, okay. That's so cool. let me say for, for 90% of the things, I didn't have liver, mm-hmm. so I didn't mm-hmm. pursue the... Okay. Yes, my I didn't allow my feelings lead me. Mm-hmm. So, let's see. Yeah. Did, did you have? Did you act on every crush you had? Hmm. Okay, I had two. Okay. okay. Wait. So just sorry, sorry. Exactly. Yes. yes just. Just. You two. had only two crushes. Yes, honestly. Wow. Yes. Right. Two because. I'll go full book. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> the first one, I was as very. I was still in secondary school. I think right. I've heard you say it. Okay. My mom actually noticed. Uh. Yes. Maybe that was what helped me. Right. My mom noticed, and then um, she called me home. My older brother's friend. You know him. I told you, okay, about him. And my mom noticed. She called me one day and said, "Injeb." I know you have a crush on this guy. I said, Mommy, no. Mommy, I'm a Christian. And my mom said, I love She said, it happens to everyone. She talked to me and said, um, for that guy, she feels is a no. Because yeah. he is not a Christian. He, 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 he is, I, I don't mean church goer. He uh. is not a Christian, okay? He practices under the faith. Yes. <laughs> And then she said, now, for a child of God, you can't even think of marrying a non-Christian. And mm. the intent of any relationship is to end in marriage. So I want you to, to take that off your mind. Right. Okay? And then the second one, I knew. Okay, I <laughs> acted on it. Okay, acting was, I acted yeah. on it. In my mind and in my head. <laughs> because honestly, I was lying. Say my older brother's friend, but do you know I was lying to my friends that I've seen this guy? <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, okay, Injeb, how come we don't see it together? I said, mm, he's just allowing me to grow. <laughs> <laughs> I said, then we'll make it public. Serious, I have lied in my, I have lied to, to yes, a friend about him. But this guy never said anything to me. He, he was treating me like a baby sister. <laughs> but God helped me. And I outgrew I, I, I that. Okay? So, yes. Because of the talk I had with my mom and that experience. And then the other guys I dated, they just came. I, it was not as if they were guys. I knew, okay. Yeah, one were getting along, but I didn't have... A, I was interested in him. Not to date him, yes, not a crush, but I was just giving him attention because of what he was doing at that time. Uh. Yes, but I didn't know it was going to end up in a relationship, and he did. And the second person too. I'm, I'm careful here, still on mm. the dating, because I believe even in the West, there are some people who date with the intent of getting married. Mm. They know, okay, this is the person I'll give in my all to make sure that this relationship works mm. and uh, those who are not serious will say okay let's test the waters right yes so as children of god 
it's I don't see anything wrong. The Bible says, "He who finds a wife finds, finds a good, good thing, and so also she who finds a husband." Yeah. Now, finds the interpretation it. is put on the guy and on the babe. Okay, not that um, if someone gives you a wife or if someone gives you a husband, mm. you find that. So how do you? And then it, the dating process is is like now in our own um, um, culture here, most people think. Dating is when it's on the surface, but when it goes deep, they say it's courtship. Right. Do you understand? But for me, I feel it it's it should be used interchangeably. Okay. Yes. Because the intent, what I'm saying is it's yes for Christians to date, but your intent should be marriage. Please. Okay. Yes. Um it is okay to have friends with the opposite sex. Mm good friends besides i i expect that whoever you would settle with should come from your pool of friends okay now even if you're meeting someone for the first time and you think the person is the person you don't just zone in on the person and the person becomes an exclusive person for you at least you the person is in that friend zone before okay so from from that pool of people you can make a decision to get serious with one person. You know that, uh, and then for us as Christians, the intent at the end of the day is marriage. But it may not end in marriage. That is how I think, I believe it should play out. Mm -hmm. So whether those you are calling the people in your friend's pool, whether you're calling down and dating, I don't know. Or whether it is when the person is, you are in an exclusive relationship with that person. Whether that's what young people call dating today, I don't know. But one thing I understand is from your pool of friends, you you trust God for someone considering other issues, which I get, I believe we would get to. And then you start an exclusive relationship with that person, hoping it to end in marriage. If it ends in marriage, great. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I'm trying to just be very realistic. And not um and still not sugarcoat the entire thing. For me, and based on the foundation my husband laid on the purposes that a relationship should have and then our driving forces for that. I don't think that if you if if a young lady or a young guy eventually meets the person their heart desires, there there will definitely be that attraction mm. first. You're not going to just see the person and then you walk up to her and you're like, in Jesus' name, you are my wife. <laughs> I'm not sure it, it has it has worked before. And if it has, I, I'd like to know how the couple is doing yeah. presently. How they are still driving through with such mm. audacity. <laughs> so it's that I see a guy, or, or a guy, I, for me, I can see the guy I like him anyway, mm. but 
context and culture has not permitted me to go mm. for him. So for the lady, it's more difficult because you just start hoping and praying and wishing. But for the guy, it's easier because you see a girl, you like the girl, then before you go for her, there'll definitely be the butterfly in my tummy season mm. where I'm like, oh, I just wish, oh, I hope. Then when your liver does not fail you, you now go. <laughs> I'd like to categorize that as the crushing period. Yeah. Now, after that has been conquered with the clearest of motives, with the purest of motives, I now go and I'm like, babe, how far now? Blah, 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 blah. We know those lines now. Mm. When we now scale through the period of I've presented, I've shot my what? I've shot my shot. I've shot my shot. I've shot my shot. That time where we are doing the asking and the what's your name, where do you stay, what do you like, I think that's the dating. Dating has started now because I wouldn't have been doing that with every other girl in my circle. I'm talking about the, I'm talking from the angle of the guy now. Mm. So when we have to go somewhere and just talk over meat pie and ice cream, already dating, when we go to the water side and we're talking about issues that will eventually take us to where we think we're headed if our purposes are intertwined that's already the dating period and then we're christians mm. but of course i insist again that within the confines of what christianity would permit you as a single lady and as a single guy to do without us shifting the boundary stones without us getting into what we know that as Christians we shouldn't get into. I'm repeating the Christian because that is, that, that's one of the subjects of the question. Mm. And I, for one, would not subscribe to us dipping our fingers into what we know that would eventually hurt or burn us. So for me, I don't think that dating for Christians is out of context. Of course, that word and the, the, the activities that are permitted in it has been bastardized mm. but of course we know what is permissible for us to do and we know the point where we get to and we say no of course this is not for me so that's my take all right so let me share my take <laughs> <laughs> i think generally speaking we see dating as that period before courtship mm. <laughs> which is before marriage ideally uh, but again, our understanding of it is important. The reason why I'm saying that is because if you check generally what the dictionary says about dating, it can be, it can be somehow. And this is what I mean. For instance, Wikipedia says that dating is a stage of romantic relationships practiced in Western societies whereby two people meet socially with the aim of each assessing the other's suitability as a prospective partner in a future intimate relationship. I know that that may take you that is listening to me another one day to process exactly. what this means. Exactly. <laughs> but it already qualifies it as a romantic relationship. Yeah. And there you have your challenge. Okay. Because if you are a believer, you know that your body has limits. There are limits for you. Because you know that the Bible says that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit mm. and that God lives there. Is that not so? Yeah. Uh-huh. And you know that there are certain things you cannot do. You know, we're, we're sharing an outreach in a school, sorry, in a church uh, somewhere 
I think a few days ago, and I was having a, an exclusive session with the boys, and I was telling the boys about you know how you feel in the morning when you know those hormones just make you feel like grabbing a girl, and they were all very excited because they they felt like ah, this so I'm not alone yeah, in this feeling. You're not yeah, alone. Yeah. Do you understand? It's like having a German Shepherd dog that wants to get out of the cage but you mm. cage it that's what you do to those feelings and emotions that are not supposed to be released yet and that's why one of the fruit of the spirit is called self-control and these are real issues that young christians battle with so you are tempted to want to go with this definition to say okay dating is when we are in a loving romantic relationship we go around together we hold hands we just we laugh we take ice cream and all that so my question is then what mm. And for me, I think that I want to insist that if you are not seeing a future in view of that thing you call dating, you probably don't need it. Because oftentimes we are only succumbing to pressures that are not supposed to be ours. It's either your friends are all dating, um, you feel that time is not on your side, you feel like you are bored. Mm -hmm. You'll be very surprised how... The kind of reasons people have for getting into relationships. You think you are bored, or you think you have money, you can spend money, <laughs> or you think, oh, now I can take care of myself and another mm-hmm. person. So you go into mm-hmm. those kind mm-hmm. of relationships. And so, like my wife said, if you are in those kind of relationships and you don't have boundaries, then you 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 get into trouble. Because boundaries are what keeps us doing the right thing as children of God, not because we don't have the the urge or the desire to want to do things that we're not supposed to do. But because we know that there is a call that is over us. You know, David was saying that is there not a cause? So I want to encourage everybody listening that, guy, there is a cause. So don't just go and toast that babe because you feel like toasting her. Toast her because you believe that, number one, is time. Mm. You believe that, number two, she, she aligns with the picture of your future that you see. That you think that she can feature in your future without a problem. Yeah. Right. You believe that all the other indices when put together can align well with the kind of uh, future that you see. Okay, so the question is, if you are dating this girl now and she's she's good for marriage, the question is, can you go ahead and marry her? Do you understand? Yeah. If it leads you to marriage, can you go ahead and marry her? Yeah. Some people, if you ask yourself this question genuinely, your answer is likely going to be no because mm. you know very good reasons why you cannot marry her. And so why, if you, if you cannot marry her, then in my own opinion, you don't need to waste someone's daughter's time mm. and someone's sister's time and even your own time. Yeah. You want to look for something more productive to do until such a time as you are ready to get married. Mm. Okay? So people say, so how do I know who to marry? How do I know what I can take and what I cannot take? Okay, if you if you want to go by sampling method, the question <laughs> is how many people do you want to sample mm. before you settle? Mm. And those are the real issues that we need to think about as we contemplate the issues around dating, around loving relationships, or about, around relationships generally. I know that this season, the season of Valentine, and people are under pressure to do things that other people do. Mm. In fact, you see a lot of ads on your phone. You see a lot of messages. You see what some of your girlfriends are doing. And you are wondering, how can I miss out of this beautiful life? And I am here whole. I have a very sexy body. I have very... I'm good to go. Mm. Um, the owner of that body made prescriptions for its use. 
please don't abuse it. I think I've been in one relationship before I met my wife. One. Yes, just one. Sorry, can I can I can I ask your wife just mm-hmm. for context? Yeah. Mm-hmm. How many relationships were you before you met your husband? None. Wow. I'm not sure we got the right couple to come on this show today. So maybe so we should just share the grace. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so how come it was one relationship and what's what what because I mean a number of people in our generation get their hearts broken every other day we had a podcast um last year where we yeah. talked about heartbreak and we exactly <laughs> mm-hmm. we had people talk about so many relationships that they had been in so how come in your own case it was one and none okay so maybe maybe i should start i think it's because we understood early the purpose for relationships mm. Because if you don't understand the purpose of a thing, you will definitely abuse it, right? Mm. And you will get yourself entangled in stuff that you have no business getting yourself entangled in. All right? So that that realization came early for me. And as you'll be listening to my wife also, you discover that it came early for her as well. Mm. Okay? So um, the only one relationship I talked about was immediately after secondary school. We had this um, family friends. Interestingly, the lady was a member of EPC. Was <laughs> okay. and um, we were family friends. Grew up pretty much together in church and all that. So um, after secondary school, everybody that I knew was having a girlfriend except myself. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided to have a girlfriend, yeah. and this lady was the one. So, but there was no point in the relationship, remember? It was because every other person was having a girlfriend. So, I got into this relationship. She got remedials in the University of Illinois. She went to Illinois. And I was in Joss. Unknown to me that my supposed girlfriend was in another relationship. Oh, wow. With my namesake. What? There in Quara State. And your brother here maybe, was maybe just she mistook hoping against hope <laughs> and deceiving himself that he was in a relationship. My brother was on a long thing. Oh, wow. So um to cut the long story short, I got to realize that I was on my own and I ended the relationship the next time we met. So I just told her that in the first place this was pointless. Yeah. And secondly, it was unfair that I thought I was in a relationship and mm. she cheated on me. So I ended it. And after that, I never was in any relationship till I met my wife. Now, this does not mean that I didn't have feelings for girls or for ladies or I didn't feel attracted to ladies. I did feel attracted to them. But, you know, attraction is not the same thing as being in a relationship Mm. or being in a purposeful relationship. It's not the same thing. One happens mindlessly. The other one happens purposefulness, Mm. you know, with with purpose. That's what I mean. So pretty much that was that was my experience in terms of relationships before marriage. Okay. Now, I have a lot of follow-up questions but let's hear from you yeah please <laughs> note them <laughs> okay um well none for me because in my own case i had a terrible phobia a very very terrible phobia for the male folk for guys hmm. it was very bad i didn't regard any guy as worth living it was that bad 
And um, for me, it wasn't because of anything I experienced firsthand. It was mm. because of people's experiences, people right. around me. And it was so bad for me because there were people who I had hope mm. in, like aunties whose relationships were so fanciful. And mm. then I looked at them as models and I'm like, oh, if I'm going to have a guy, it, it will definitely have to be like anti this person's guy, anti that, and neighbor these and that and all that. So I looked up to them and one after the other, they all came tumbling down. And then if I see auntie this and I'm like, ah, hi, it's uncle this. He's like, I beg, I beg, I beg, don't remind me about. <laughs> and then I'm like, uh -uh. you people too can yeah. fall apart. And I see this other auntie and I'm like, ah, hi, it's uncle. And she, before I even mentioned him, she's like, if this is the person you want to ask, don't bother. <laughs> and then one after the other, I'm like, oh, really? Okay. And so very close people. Then to also say that even my dad didn't model the kind of emotional relationship that I wanted to see between a husband girl and yeah. her guy. So for me, I was, early enough, I was like, you see these men and male anything, just let's forget them. Let's all just pack. Let me just pack all of them and keep them on one side mm. and go my way. I don't want to meet any of you. So the only male person that I held as worth holding on to was my brother, okay. my younger brother. So I just felt, you see, if it's only you I have in my life, I'm good to go. Let's just be brotherly loving each other and sisterly loving each other so every one of them who came to me asking me out i didn't hide it mm. i was very harsh i was very hard i was very rude i just told them to their faces you see you you're looking for whose life you want to spoil have you just let me be <laughs> for some of them it was like at uh, at first sight or after the first meeting they just decided okay let me just leave you for others they were like you like this Whatever is going to cost me, you are coming down. But I decided to hold on tightly to my commitment to stay away from them. Mm. And then I got to a point, it melted. I started, it, it, it started melting when some of the guys started looking like it. <laughs> <laughs> but then for me, that's why it was yeah. a case of no one before him. Um, how many relationships were you involved in before you met Uncle Jenna? Okay. Um, the most interesting one, <laughs> the last one, him. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I dated two guys before him. Okay. The first person I dated, I, I don't know why I went into that relationship. Yes. <laughs> How yes, come? maybe I went to experiment. That's right. Really, yes. Right. The second one, I it was something I looked forward to, like, okay, going into a relationship, not with that person. Mm. So before he asked me out, I was, I knew, okay, no, not I knew, I thought I was ready for a relationship. Yes, mm. so I was looking forward to dating. Right. And then it didn't work. Then him, him, it's um, for me the most exciting because. He, <clears throat> I knew him before he asked me out. <laughs> and okay. then he, he didn't meet up to my standards. 
Yes. Oh, For a guy. Wow. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> I for number one, the heights. Yes. Okay. It was it was 18 for me. Once it was so bad that if a guy stops me mm. on the road to ask a question and I notice he's Short. not yes, he's not as tall above my height. Yes. I just sorry. walk away. <laughs> and then my friends say, why are you being rude? I, said, mm, I don't want from uh please where's the direction to something, something, something. Mm. So mm. I better walk away. Oh. Yeah. Short <laughs> man. Yes. And then, um, <laughs> Like I said, I knew him. I didn't like him. Okay. I felt, I thought he was just a boring person. You know this, um, I don't want to call, you know this, Christians, that the only book they read is the Bible. Mm, I used to think mm. that he was that kind of a guy. Right. Mm-hmm. And then in, um, one day we're traveling and we spent three days together on a trip, road trip. Yes. Three days together and we sat side by side. Mm. That that journey opened my eyes to a better him. I was wowed. I was like, he is what this guy is like, this, like this. But seriously, I was wowed about the person I knew. Mm. But I didn't even knew that I was going to end up with him. I just told myself, okay, fine, he's a good guy, so what? And the high thing again. <laughs> so, <laughs> but then um when he asked me out, I said yes. During the courtship, I, I realized that he had everything I wanted in a man. Yes, except the height. Mm. Yes. Seriously, I mean everything I wanted except the height. And I felt so what? What's there? It's, it's the physical. It doesn't matter. What matters most is it's the content, the inside, not the packaging. So, mm. yeah. Okay, that's... There's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I said much. <laughs> oh, no, 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 not at all. I mean, okay. there's just... Okay, um, we'll get back to some of those questions. Like, what exactly are you supposed to be looking for and how do you get past? Because I'm trying to figure out how you got from not answering you guys' questions on the road if mm-hmm. he's not taller than you to actually marrying somebody that didn't fit your exact specifications. Yeah. So, again... We should ask that question later on. But Uncle Jay, let's okay. over to you. The same question. How many relationships were you involved in before you met Auntie Njeb? And what was the most exciting? Okay, I was um, in a relationship with two ladies okay. before her. So it was balanced on both sides. <laughs> 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 yeah, similarities there. Yeah. And, um, hmm. Okay, using the word exciting now, I, I don't know what you 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 have in mind, hmm. but um, um, I would I would say in terms of exciting, I don't know what you have in mind, but if, if it's in terms of exciting as in quality of relationship, yeah, sure. is with her. Okay. But if it's in terms of maybe exciting terms of maybe the experiences, yeah, ups, and downs, ups yeah. and downs and all of that, um, I'll say the second the second lady. Okay. Yes. What what made that relationship so exciting? The second yes. lady. Because I had this notion that um since I have kept myself because I said I was not going into a relationship until after my first degree in school. Oh wow. 
Yes. So I felt since I have kept myself, the 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 lady I was going to go out with in that relationship would end in marriage. Mm. Because I I prayed and fasted about <laughs> before I even proposed to to her, but um, it was it was messy when wow. it when it ended. When it ended. Okay. Yeah, okay. so um, I I saw the signs. I didn't want to let go because I felt uh, my first relationship should end in, in marriage. I was trusting God for that, mm. but it got to a point where I had to really face reality and say we just need to to call it quits so just backing up a bit here so you had gotten engaged you mean with the ladies yes i, think we... yes, I would say so no let me see because you said before you proposed to her yes, so. yes i would say so because her parents i had gone to her her dad right and declared my intentions Actually, we we're just waiting for a date for the um, introduction. Oh, wow. Introducing the two families. That was how far we went. You said you, you, you cut off that relationship. Two reasons. First of all, it were, you were being cheated on. Yeah. Second of all, it wasn't purposeful. That's right. So what is the purpose of relationships in your view? Mm, that's that's strong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, well, in the context of the relationship we're talking about, right? Which which I believe is a love relationship. Is that not so? Yes. Between a male and a female. Yeah. Yes. Between a male, <laughs> a male male and a, a female man. female. Hey, a male man and a female woman. <laughs> All right. I think the idea is that it's supposed to culminate in what we call marriage. Yeah. Frankly speaking, that's the purpose. Um, every other thing you are doing, you try to explain it away, but it doesn't really have any purpose. There is no vision. And if you want to now say, okay, so if it ends in marriage, so what? Then you need to find out what is marriage in the first place mm. and what is the purpose of marriage. Yes. And it's clear, first of all, is for companionship, is to provide help and support, is for procreation and all those stuff that we all know and we know that the Bible teaches. Mm. Okay, so so basically that's the ultimate end of a love relationship. If that end is not in sight, then we may not we may need to give it a different name. Okay. And that's why, like the example you gave of several people who have been on this podcast and sharing several heartbreaks and mm. number of relationships they've been into. I know someone who was in a relationship with a woman for seven years and they still broke up. I mean, he's married today and all that. Mm. But you see, in that seven years, what kind of investments were exactly. you making? What, what were you guys doing? What were you talking about? Okay. So I just saw someone status just this afternoon. I mean, not long ago. And she was saying, look, Dating is much more than hotels and eatery. Right. Deeper than that. So the question I'm asking is, what is it about? Mm. If it's not about eatery, if it's not about hotel, mm. it's not about um, it's not just ab- it's not about sex, right? Mm. It's not about uh, just how you feel. Mm. So what is it about? That means that there must be something more solid right. behind a relationship 
than these things we have mentioned. And you know, it, it brings my mind to the issue of love, really. And the the Greek definitions of love, you know, it's powerful. You know, there are the way, you know, English just says that love is, is, is an affectionate feeling towards someone. Yeah. You know, that's very, very basic and that's very, very surface level. Yeah. But the Greek were intellectuals. They were people who were deep thinkers. And, you know, there are, I know generally there are seven types of love descriptions that they came up with. But there are four that we all, that resonates with us. We have the agape, we have the philia, we have the eros. Uh, I think we have the storge or something like yeah. that. Now, these are different understandings or kinds of love, as it were, and they play out in different life scenarios. Now, most times when we say love relationship, what we're talking about is either the eros or we're talking about the philia. Yeah. Because that's the one that talks about strong friendships, you know, empathy and affection. Mm. You know, eros is the romantic love. That's what we call being in love. When mm. there are butterflies in your belly, that yeah. feeling, that's that's part of what it is. Where what you just want to do is just to hold her. You just want to kiss her. You just want to be around her. You, you are just talking. And sometimes when we analyze what we talk about, there's no single sense in what we're talking about. <laughs> you are just laughing all through the conversation. There's really yeah. nothing. Yeah. And when the chips are down, that kind of relationship does not last. Why? Because they were built on goody-goody. So the real purpose of a relationship is beyond what you eat, is beyond what you drink. So when the Bible says that, look, the kingdom of God is not in... Is not in That is in power. Right, mm. so I'm just saying that the purpose, right, is deeper than just eating, drinking, and a feeling because feelings come and go. Interestingly, those four definitions that I was describing that the Greek have for love, the the it, the only context where the four of them find expression is in marriage. Mm. The four yeah, of them yeah. only find full expression in marriage because it's in marriage you are permitted to have errors. You can be, you can have a loving sex relationship. Have you ever had those combinations before? <laughs> <clears throat> a loving sex relationship is in marriage without yeah. guilt. Is in marriage. Yeah. Philia is in marriage. Yeah. Agape is in marriage. Every other one they are isolated. You can love your dad or love your mom, but you cannot have eros feeling towards them. Yeah. Do you understand? You cannot have that sexual affection towards your mother, towards your sister, but you can have towards your wife or towards your husband. So it's powerful that it's only in marriage that these four dimensions of love come to play without guilt. I say it again, without guilt. Mm. Because oftentimes, and we have a lot of you know, worldviews these days that empower young people to express these kinds of love and make you feel like it's okay. Mm. But you know, you can feel like it's okay, but with guilt. very much to the Salaos and thank you to the Makamas for coming in. Thanks for listening to the show today. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing to Youth Vibes wherever you get your podcast. Turn on notifications so that you don't miss a single episode. You can send your feedback using the link at the end of the episode description or if you would like send us an email at youth4epc at gmail.com that's Y-O-U-T-H number 4 E-P-C at G
gmail.com. This episode of Youth Vibes was produced by Daniel Suli, also mixed by Daniel Suli, in collaboration with Equa Plata Church's Fellowship. Our theme music is by Basho Adam. That's it for this episode of Youth Vibes. We'll see you next week. Thank you.